1: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
0: On a Wednesday, we like to take advantage of the opportunity we have to check on those breaking news headlines from this week in Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring those headlines once again back with us. Hi, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the headline, an Israel Army General to probe systematic failures in last week's deadly Egypt border attack. What's being reported?
1: Yes, Israel Defence Forces Chief Lieutenant General Halivi has appointed a general to lead an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the killing of three soldiers by an Egyptian policeman in an attack on the border last weekend. Major General Doloni will head a team that will investigate what they call systematic failures that contributed to the deadly attack, according to the IDF. Four Egyptian policemen who infiltrated into Israel under murky circumstances were named as Staff Sergeant Ori Iluz, Staff Sergeant Oded Dan, and Sergeant Leah Ben Nun. The three combat soldiers. In a mixed gender light infantry battalion and they were tasked with guarding the border. The Egyptian policeman infiltrated through the border through an emergency gate. The Egyptian army has claimed that the officer crossed the border to chase after suspects in a drug smuggling incident.
0: Ron, another headline involving the security organisation Mossad. A Mossad meeting on a capsized boat in Italy was on a secret Iran-related mission and four died in the incident. What are the details here?
1: Yes, a secret meeting between Mossad and Italian intelligence personnel ended in tragedy when the boat they were on capsized earlier this week and was held with the purpose of preventing Tehran from obtaining advanced, unconventional weapons, according to the Italian La Repubblica newspaper. Four people were killed when the yacht sank, including one former Mossad agent. The ill-fated yacht carried a total of 24 individuals at the time, including two crew members and 22 passengers. Initial reports had said the groups had gathered to commemorate a birthday, but other reports later said it was a high-level intelligence meeting. The New York Times quoted a senior Israeli security official as saying that it was neither a nor or a fake without going into details. It was related to the Mossad's work. It's very sad we lost such a man, he added, saying that the victim also worked to connect Israel with spy agencies around the world.
0: Ron, let's turn our attention to some scientific breakthroughs. A groundbreaking Israel cancer treatment has a 90% success rate. What's this one about?
1: The yeah, Hadassah University Medical Center in Jerusalem's Ein Karim has announced an unprecedented achievement in the treatment of multiple myeloma cancer, the second most common hematological disease. It accounts for one-tenth of all blood cancers, and 1% of all types of malignancy. The innovative treatment against the disease, which has long been considered incurable, was developed after a series of experiments carried out in the hospital's bone marrow transplant and immunotherapy department in recent years. We have a waiting list of over 200 patients from Israel and various parts of the world. Now, in the light of the impressive result of CAR T treatment, it seems that they have many more years to live with an excellent quality of life.
0: Ron, we don't often think of Israel as a place where they have bushfires, but there's been more than 220 fires in one day in Israel due to a heat wave. What's the story here?
1: Yeah, they say approximately 220 fires fled last weekend throughout Israel, Fire and rescue services were prepared to battle wildfires ahead of the heat wave and issued warnings to the people not to light fires outdoors. A large fire was reported to be raging in a pharmaceutical factory in Kiryat Malaki. The fire reportedly spread to where there are gas cylinders and the area was said to be very dangerous by Israel Fire and Rescue Service. Separate fires were also spotted in Rahat, Besheba, Moshav, Sheva, Hidra, Kafar, Minachem, and Bethanan, according to the Israel Fire and Rescue People.
0: Well, when we're talking Middle East, we're often talking about oil production, a story out of Saudi Arabia where they've cut oil production again. What's the headline news here?
1: The news is we're going to fill it at the pump. Saudi Arabia announced on Sunday that it would begin cutting oil production by a million barrels per day in July to support the stability and balance of oil markets. Though the country says it doesn't use the cost of crude to make oil production decisions, the move is considered to be an attempt to prop up oil prices in response to global economic uncertainty. The decision came out of an OPEC meeting in Vienna, but the extra cuts announced by Saudi Arabia are being done unilaterally.
0: And, Ron, we do like a story where uh, religious groups can live side by side in some level of harmony. Uh, Jews and Muslims enjoying a warm relationship, living together on Iran's doorstep. What's this one about?
1: You know, the Jewish community in Azerbaijan, the country that borders Iran, is about 20,000 to 25,000 strong and consists of the descendants of a community that has existed in the country for over 2,000 years, according to the Kavat Emissary in Azerbaijan. In an interview, Rabbi Siegel, who is also the country's chief Ashkenazi rabbi, said that there have always been good relations between the Jewish community and the Azeri people. Despite the majority of the population being Muslim, you don't feel it on the streets. I walk around with a kippah, a traditional attire, and people greet me and say, Shalom. There's no concern, no anti-Semitism. I've been living in Azerbaijan myself for 13 years, and there is a genuine warm relationship, not only between the Azerbaijani government and the Jewish community and the Jewish people, but also between the Azeri people and the Jews and Israel. The rabbi said the community is not small and community life is bustling. Israel President Isaac Herzog will visit Azerbaijan
0: on a state visit this weekend. There might be some lessons to be learned there for various nations around the world, Ron. Hey, another great update. Thank you so much for sharing these insights with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.